Hello, my friends, and welcome to The Bible in Order, where we are chronologically going through the entire Bible in one year. Today's reading for July 18th is Isaiah chapters 23 through 27. 23 begins with a pronouncement against Tyre. Tyre, the name, comes from the Hebrew root word that means a pebble or a stone or a rock. And Tyre is an area to the north of Israel on the coast. And it was a huge port city and it was a beautiful place. And it was an ancient city. It had been from the days of old. And it was a as you think of your favorite port city, imagine whatever beach you've gone to or maybe a place that you've seen in the media that you want to visit that just looks gorgeous like the coast of Greece or the southern coast of France. These beautiful places where the mountains and the trees meet the crystal blue waters of the Mediterranean Sea. Or maybe it's the Caribbean. These places are gorgeous physically. And without God's intervention, we as people would focus on what we see with our eyes and be content with just that. And God is saying, no, there's so much more. And because of the people being so focused on physical comfort, physical beauty, God is bringing judgment on this place. And in verse 9, to answer the question, who planned all of this against Tyre? It says, Yahweh of armies planned it to desecrate all its glorious beauty, to disgrace all the honored ones of the earth, because God will not allow the beauty of this world to replace him. It would be a travesty if God allowed humanity to spend their time on this earth focused only on the physical beauty of the creation at the expense of knowing the Creator. God wants us to enjoy the splendor of His creation, but it's pointing to Him. And if we stop at the creation and we don't get our eyes fixed on the Creator, it's all for naught. And God loves people so much that He will not allow us to be comfortable when we're forsaking him because we're made for him and only he can bring us the fulfillment of joy and pleasure. In chapter 24, it turns to the earth being judged. And a lot of times in prophetic scripture, the earth refers to the people of God who have come out of the sea of humanity. The sea would be the masses of all humanity and the earth is the people of God oftentimes in scripture. Verse 4 says, The earth mourns and withers, the world wastes away. The exalted people of the earth waste away. The exalted people, to me, it, it reminds me of the famous pastors and evangelists of our day who are not really bearing fruit for the kingdom, yet they're becoming wealthy financially. 
They're illegitimate teachers. They're false prophets. And they're using their position within the people of God, within the kingdom, for their own ends, for their own pleasures. And God is bringing judgment on that. Verse 16, the prophet Isaiah, talking about all of the glory and the praising that's happening within the people of God. They're, they're proclaiming the goodness, so they're singing praises. And Isaiah is saying, but I waste away. I waste away. Woe is me. The treacherous act treacherously. They deal very treacherously. He's drawing attention to saying, I can't just go along with the flow. I can't just accept this evil that's going on within the people who are supposed to be holy. I can't just continue on and pretend like nothing bad is happening. And then we get a flash forward, a picture to the day in which God's going to deal with all this nonsense in verse 21 on that day. And when we see those words together on that day, again, a lot of times it's referring to the day of Christ's return, the day which he in which he sets things in order. On that day, Yahweh will punish the army of the heights in the heights. Could also be translated the army of the exalted ones on high in verse 21. And the kings of the ground on the ground. That word ground is translated often land. It's the same root word from which Adam comes. So we we think of the land being the people of God. Verse 20, chapter 25, Yahweh, you are my God. I will exalt you. I will praise your name. Building up towards this culmination, this return of the people praising God in Jerusalem on Mount Zion. 25.6 says, On this mountain, Zion, Yahweh of armies will prepare for all the peoples a feast. He will swallow up the burial shroud, the sheet covering all the nations. When he has swallowed up death once for all, the Lord Yahweh will wipe away the tears from every face. You remember that? verse from Revelation, he will dry their tears and remove his people's disgrace from the whole earth. Are the people of God, not the religious people, I'm not talking about the leaders in the Catholic church or the denominational leaders in Protestantism. I'm not talking about the Dalai Lama, but the earnest believer who doesn't go along with the religious system Are they being disgraced in some ways in this society that we live in today? I would say they are. But God will remove his people's disgrace from the whole earth. And it's a reminder that the kingdom of heaven is not about instant gratification. We are trained in our society that we want it right now. We want it our way. But the kingdom is not that way. 
It's about doing the right thing and allowing God to lift you up on the last day. We are all about delayed gratification in the kingdom of heaven. And that's why it says in verse 9, Look, this is our God. We have waited for him and he has saved us. This is what this is Yahweh. We have waited for him again. Let's rejoice and be glad in his salvation. That word to wait, it's the same verse that will same word that's used later in Isaiah that we'll get to in a few weeks. Those who wait upon the Lord will be renewed. Their strength will be renewed. They will rise up on wings like eagles to wait. It's the Hebrew word kavah. Originally, it meant to twist, to stretch. It refers to the tension of a line that's enduring, well, that's holding two things together. It refers to the binding strands together to make a strong cord or a rope. Those who wait upon Yahweh are being intertwined with him. We are being becoming part of, of him and he's becoming part of us. And as that takes place in chapter 26, the song of Judah proclaims, you, God, will keep in perfect peace him whose mind is steadfast on you, for he is trusting in you. It could also be translate, translated, you will, be, you will keep the mind that is dependent on you in perfect peace. God will keep in perfect peace those who are coming together with him. Chapter 27, on that day, Yahweh will bring judgment on Leviathan or Leviathan, the fleeing serpent, Leviathan, the twisting serpent. Now, whether you think Leviathan was a dinosaur or a huge whale with crocodile teeth or a fire-breathing sea monster, we don't know. The Bible refers to it in different ways. Whether you believe Leviathan was merely a mythical creature that God was speaking of in Job. We don't know. We all have our different ideas. But the one thing is true. There is a representation of this Leviathan who is this indestructible beast that no one, no human can stand against. That controls us, that strikes fear in us, that we are indefensible against, but God will judge even the most tyrannical and powerful powers of this earth. And he will set his people free to love him, to minister to the world on behalf of him, and to bear lasting fruit. And my friends, that's what chapter 27 is about. Yahweh's vineyard. We are his vineyard. And like Jesus said in John chapter 15, if we abide in him and he in us, we will bear fruit that lasts. The fruit is the, the work, the spiritual labor that comes forth, that brings him glory, that advances the kingdom. God bless you. Thank you for being on this journey with me. Join our Facebook group. Throw out your prayer requests. Share your comments. 
and be blessed, my friends. We will see you tomorrow.